Hi, everybody. Welcome back for another episode. Um, talking about a couple different things this week, uh, as far as volleyball goes. Um, I was in Orlando about a week ago for the AAU tournament, was there for uh, like half of 17s, half of 16s. Um, good tournament, really enjoyed it. Um, and, and something, uh, and, and I realize this fairly often, I probably don't talk about it a ton, but um, I realized just how blessed I am in a lot of ways um, to be surrounded by the people that I'm surrounded by um, as far as, uh, you know, clubs that I work with and work for, um, parents that have been really supportive through this entire process, you know, the last three years of PRI um, have, have I've had parents that have been supportive this entire time. Um, all the, the college coaches that I talk to um, that that uh, don't talk down to me, treat me as an equal, <laughs> treat me with respect. Um, I, I think a lot, in part, I think, you know, some of that comes from from my perspective on how I, on how I treat them. But I just think, like, as a whole, um, someone in my position, um, obviously working with student athletes on this side, um, but, but kind of being a, a loner, so to speak. Um, I mean, I am, I am there, uh, in a lot of ways by myself representing a bunch of different groups. And so, um, uh, it is, was very nice, um, for me to realize just again, how, how blessed I am to have the people surrounding me that I do and the support that I do and, um, and, and the respect that I get from, um, college coaches across the country, um, at every level. Um, and, and so that was really cool. Uh, that was kind of, I don't want to say it's a highlight from Orlando, but just like this really cool, um, kind of moment that I got. So it, it was good. Um, Orlando, uh, AAU tournament, um, I thought was a, was a great tournament. I thought they did a really good job putting it on. Um, was very glad that they lifted the, uh, the, uh, spectator restrictions, um, beforehand, uh, that made it, uh, way easier for me to go, um, significantly fewer hoops to jump through, um, to, to do it that way. I could just buy myself a ticket and, and, and go and not, not an issue. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, so that was good. Uh, I, I think that AAUs as a whole is, is a, is a pretty competitive, tournament. I, I think there's probably a lot of people that don't feel that way. And, um, and there's probably some reasons that they have. Um, but, but I thought AAUs was really competitive. Uh, I think you get a lot of, um, teams there, um, that if you're a, a regular USAV team or club that you don't, you don't see a lot of athletes that you might not see at the other, the USAV qualifiers, um, just the, the AAUs and USAV are structured a little bit differently. Um, the, the, I mean, I think the, the reason why maybe people see it as not competitive is because they don't necessarily have um, restrictions on which um, level you play at. And so at some of the top levels, you, you, you are going to have some teams that probably shouldn't be there. Um, but, but I think overall, AUs is a, is a good tournament. Um, the nationals, whatever they call it, I don't know what they call it, um, technically. Um, but their end of the the year tournament, I think, is is really good. Uh, it's definitely something that I think a lot of clubs should explore 
um, going to every year, um, even if they do have nationals. Now that being said, the 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 gap from one to the other is pretty small, um, and I think there's something to be said about you know the the health and safety of athletes and wearing their bodies down and all that kind of stuff. And I can definitely agree with that. Um, I would love for there to be a little bit more of a gap. Um, but obviously these two, uh, groups are competitors. They don't really care about the other one. Um, and so probably won't see a whole lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, working together, um, to, to make that happen. Um, but, but I do think, um, well, one of the things that I was really surprised at, um, was really how few of teams, um, were, were at AAUs. Um, especially if they didn't get a, a bid to nationals. Um, there seemed to be a lot of teams that either were planning on going to AAUs um, with, without a bid to nationals um, and, then, and then pulled out. There were some teams that were going to do both and then pulled out. Um, and and I, I think from a recruiting perspective, on, on a normal year, um, probably not a huge deal. Um, but with it being the, the year that we've had the last year, I, I really think that it was a huge mistake for teams not to do one of those two tournaments. Um, I think just the, the, from the, the film aspect, the potential for exposure, right? Not every team is going to get the, the same amount of exposure based on the level of athlete that you have and, and the, the coaches that are there at the tournament. Um, but I, but I, I think to kind of throw it out completely, I think was a, um, was a mistake. There were a ton of college coaches there for 17s, um, looking at the 2022 class. Um, and, and I don't want to say there were more coaches there watching 17s, but there was definitely a different variety of coach there watching 17s at AAUs, um, looking to fill in some holes, mostly middle blockers, some pin hitters. Um, a couple, you know, a couple schools looking for liberos still, but um, there, there was definitely a, a, a lot of college coaches there watching 17s and 16s as well. Obviously, um, uh, both those age groups got a lot of a lot of views from college coaches, and so again, from a, from a recruiting perspective, I I would be um, confused as to why teams didn't. Why well, I'm confused as why teams didn't choose one right if you weren't if you didn't get a bid the nationals then you should have gone to aus um and, and i think that that the, the clubs that have made it a decision to do we're doing one like you don't get a bid the nationals then we're going to aus and i think those i think those clubs benefit um from that extra exposure that extra playing um extra practicing and time in the gym and stuff like that um again especially in the, this last year, you should be putting yourself in front of college coaches as often as you, as you can in a lot of ways. Um, so that would be my encouragement, um, something to, uh, look for, um, down the road as you, you need to be playing, um, in, in a post season summer tournament. Um, man, I know that's, I know that's tough. Um, but, but I think the exposure that you get just is is super helpful, again, especially this year. Maybe on a normal year, you get enough exposure at qualifiers. You can spend this time going to camps and things like that. 
Um, again, that's going to be a huge variable from, from kid to kid um, and situation to situation. Um, but I think overall, probably going to a postseason tournament is a, is, is a good idea. Um, but of course you got to get the whole team to go, um, and all of that, all of that as well. And there's, there's a lot of moving parts and I, I understand that, um, again, from a recruiting perspective, I think, I think you definitely want to, uh, want to go to AAUs. Okay, so uh, 16s uh, at Nationals finished, um, I believe it was yesterday. Um, so we're basically done. <laughs> not not all the way done with Nationals. There's, uh, I think, some, some age groups still going. Um, but uh, for, for the most part, those kind of big recruiting classes, the, the 2023 class and 2022 class, those, are, um, those groups seem to be over. And with it, um, comes at least a little bit of discussion um, about sandbagging, and and I think it's a I think it's a fun topic to discuss. At least I think it's a fun topic to discuss. Um, it drives other people bonkers. Doesn't drive me bonkers. Um, I have kind of a maybe a different opinion um, than a lot of people, or maybe most people, when it comes to sandbagging. Um, I am not, uh, and I will I will dive into this as best I can. Um, I, there's some extremes here. I, I'll preface. Um, but I am not, I am not a, um, a hater of, of sandbagging. Um, I, I do not think necessarily, um, that it is a quote unquote bad, horrible thing and, and divisive to the sport or hurts the competition. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't believe all those grandiose things about sandbagging. I have some different perspectives. Um, so when I have conversations with people about sandbagging that are, that are super against it, um, I try to take like a hundred steps backwards. Um, because I think in order to really have a, a quote unquote sandbagging discussion, um, I think first you have to get into the foundational piece of, um, of the club, of the organization and what their goals are um, and what their purpose is. Um, and, and just, just if, if your goal of, of a club uh, of your club is to get, you know, as many teams to open and get as in your goal, you want to, um, you know, win national championships at the open level for all your age groups. Like if that is your goal, then that's what you should do. Okay. Um, on the flip side, Okay. Um, if, if your goal of your club is just to get to as many teams as possible to nationals, um, and it doesn't necessarily matter the level, right. Those, those can, that can be a, a different philosophy. I know it's maybe frightened some of you people. Why would you want to play anything but open? Um, <laughs> I'll get to that in a second. Um, but, uh, but if, if the, the goal of your club is to just get teams to nationals and have the experience and we want to get as many teams there as possible, um, then that is a different philosophy and you're going to do things um, differently. Um, you know, I, I coached a team that they wanted to get an open bid. Um, and, and so when we were looking at the calendar, I said, you know, we should have not played in this tournament and gone to another qualifier. Um, and that would have potentially shortened our season up a little bit. Um, 
but but I thought because of because if the goal was this, then we do everything to reach that goal. And, and playing in a tournament that doesn't help us get to that goal doesn't make sense, right? So uh, everything kind of starts with with what your foundation is and what your goal is and, and what your purpose is. Um, and that's going to be different for everybody. And so that that's the kind of the 100 steps back that I try to take with people is, okay, you disagree with, with this situation and that's fine. Um, but let's look at their situation and what they're trying to do. Um, um, as a whole. Um, and, and the, the other piece of that too, I think is, um, why would you want to be the 32nd team out of 32, right? So if there's 32 teams at open and there's probably more than that at nationals, I don't know. Um, why would you want to be that team to say you got dead last in open at nationals? I don't, that's not much of a a selling point in my opinion. I mean, maybe it sounds better to say you got like top 10 in USA and maybe, maybe it doesn't. Uh, maybe you want to compete with the best and, and play the best and try to be the best. And that, and that's fine. I don't have anything against that, against that, but other people don't think the same way. Right. Um, and so, so I do think that taking a step back um, and, and kind of looking at things a little bit different um with, with your perspective as far as, is what, what the purpose is. Um, and I think if, if you're, if you're talking about sandbagging in general, um, probably every team that wins at nationals, maybe sandbagging, right? I mean, I think there's an argument to be said there, except for open, obviously, but at, at USA national and American, like if you win USA national and American, um, at, at, at the, the USAV, uh, finals, nationals, whatever, um, that you are probably sandbagging, right? I mean, I mean, to some extent, again, because what's the, the team that finishes 25th in open, could that team win USA or win nationals? I mean, maybe. So, so where, where do you kind of draw the line? Um, and, and I think that some people, uh, you know, when you, when you purposefully, um, you know, don't take a bid or, or you, you, you like triple qualify in USA. Well, why isn't that team playing open? Well, cause they, one, you want to increase your seed for nationals. So like the more tournaments you win, like the higher seed you get puts you in a better position to win. Um, and, and so, yeah, you can go, you can qualify USA and then go play open and then, you know, get your teeth kicked in, which isn't always fun. <laughs> <laughs> it may or may not be a good experience for you. Um, uh, you know, I, so <clears throat> I, I, again, I don't think that it's necessarily cut and dry. Um, and I think that we have to have a conversation about what, what's the purpose of the club and what's the point of the club and what are they trying to do? Okay. Um, I also am not going to fault anyone. And this is, this is just my opinion for, for winning, right? Like if you win nationals, in American, like you want nationals in American, like maybe you could have got a national bid. Maybe you could have got a USA bid and maybe you could have ended up 50th, 50th out of 50 teams in open. Right. Um, but you went and got medals and trophies and you won your last match of the tournament, which is always the goal. Right. Um, I mean, even if you're in flight topaz, right, you win that last match on the last day and you're like, we won. Right. That's the last thing you remember from the tournament is, we, is that you won. It doesn't matter that you were in 
flight flight f or whatever um so that that's kind of my thought on 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 sandbagging i know uh what, what and, and my reason for for me talking about this was there was a post on on instagram that i saw talking about it i think one of the one of their their biggest arguments and probably legit arguments um about sandbagging is this is the the point differential right so um one of the things that you can always see in in, in a tournament statistics as far as wins and losses is is the point differential and and so um there's you know the, the number one team scored 1.7 points against their opponents so for every 1.7 points this team scored then their opponents scored one right so you're one and a half times whatever um Sometimes in some situations, um, there have been teams that win a qualifier or, or I think they're, they're specific. Um, they were talking about AAUs because AAUs has a bunch of different divisions. Um, but I don't think anyone understands what any of them mean. And I think that's probably part of it, but, um, you know, you've got a team that's like scoring 2.2 points for every one of their opponent's points. And so you're ended up like you're averaging, um, uh, winning or beating a team 25 to 12 in every match, right? Which, which is not fun in, in a lot of ways. Um, it is not super competitive. That team probably should be playing in a, in a higher division. Um, and, and so, you know, if, if, if you're an 18s team and you beat up on a 14s team, like, is there a whole lot of pride and stuff in that? <laughs> probably not. Um, but again, you have the opportunity to go win something. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard in my opinion to, to fault people. And, um, you know, if you, if you look at some of those numbers, um, you know, you might have three or four teams in there that are realistically just beating everybody. Um, I mean, it's why it's, it's why all the clubs from Texas, honestly, they go to Spokane to try to get a bid. Um, because regionally, the teams up there are not as competitive as the club teams in Texas. Is that is that unfair? Um, I mean, maybe, but the way it's structured with USAV is that 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 you can do that. Um, and and so again, I'm not I'm not going to fault teams for going and doing what they are supposed to do as a club and what their what their goals are and what their foundations um, are again, you got to look at it. If, if your goal is to play open and you get an opportunity to play open, you go play open and you get your teeth kicked in and you finish dead last at whatever qualifier or whatever, then that's the way it is. Okay. Um, if your goal is to win at nationals and get as many of your teams into nationals as you can, then, then you structure it. Um, you know what you do that way. Um, and I, and I think it looks different for everybody. Um, so yeah, that's again. I'm not. I'm not a huge. Um, obviously, you want teams to be competitive, and you want teams to play against other good competitive teams. Um, it does not, from a recruiting perspective, it does not help you increase your stock if you are on a team that spends three days beating everyone twenty-five to five. Okay, um, it does not help you at all. Those, I mean, those coaches at that level want to see you play against um, other elite athletes, okay? Um, so that that's definitely part of it, I think. Um, but but yeah, I think there's levels. I'm not hardcore just against sandbagging. 
I think a lot of it will have would have to do with who else is who else is going to be there, right? Um, who else are you competing against? Um, I mean, we were in a situation when we went to when I took a team up to Spokane. Um, luckily for us, um, you know the the team that we lost to, um, they finished first, we finished second. Um, the team that we lost to, they were on the other side of the bracket um, as us. And, and if, you know, things would have been different, we could have played that team sooner. Maybe we got knocked out sooner. We didn't get a bid. So there's still, I mean, there's still a lot of caveats as far as ranking and, and seeding and all that kind of stuff that go, um, that go into it. And, you know, it just takes one team to surprise you. Um, and we had, we had some good matches along the way. I'm not trying to say we, we blew everybody out cause that's not true, but, um, but uh, I, I do think that there's there, there has to be a discussion if we're going to accuse a team or a club of sandbagging and for whatever reason that that's bad. Um, if, if we think that that's bad, um, we, we've got to at least look at, you know, what they're what they're trying to do as a club and, and um, what what their foundation and what their goals are. I think I think that's a, an important perspective to have. All right. Thanks, guys. And remember, as always, coaches are people too. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you would like more tips, updates, or recruiting assistance, go to my website, privolleyball.com. Check out my blog or reach out to me directly if you have any other questions. You can also find me on social media on Facebook and Instagram at Parallel Recruiting Initiative. If you need specific recruiting help, I have a couple different ways I can help you. Please reach out to me on my website or social media. Thanks for listening. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. If you have found this podcast interesting, helpful, or beneficial, or you're just a huge fan of myself, and please think about donating to the PRI Talk podcast. I would love to continue bringing you recruiting advice as well as information on current volleyball events, and your support can definitely help make that happen.